0: Empire. the lightning have struck twice so if you want to keep up with them you're going to have to train harder
1: uh, the world uh, obviously consists from being uh, at the arena so we when you put the helmet on you immediately stay on the ice in an NHL arena.
0: That's Bob Tativa, founder of Sense Arena, where VR is helping hockey players hone their skills. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. (music) Virtual reality isn't really new any longer, but ones that involve training fluid sports like hockey that idea seems like a difficult endeavor bob tativa is taking it on with his company sense arena and it's working with an impressive client list but this isn't just for the stanley cup contenders it is designed to help all levels of play Our guest this week is Bob Tatiba. He's the founder and CEO of Sense Arena, which is virtual reality training for ice hockey players with over a 1,000 installations in 11 different countries, and they're working with multiple NHL teams as well. Hi, Bob. How are you?
1: I'm very good, and I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled being on your uh, fantastic podcast, uh, which, um, you know, I should thank you that you're doing this job uh, that brings new technology to the sports fans and to... Uh, tech companies, and um, uh, investors. Uh, it's a brilliant job. Thank you.
0: I'll take the compliment. Thank you. All right, we appreciate it. Uh, tell me a little bit about Sensorina. What's what's the background? How did you get into virtual reality?
1: So um, Sensorina is um, uh, on the crossroad of technology and sport, which is, in fact, my soul. I used to play basketball professionally for a couple of years in Europe. And then I moved to, um, obviously, to uh, my... Uh, um, a professional career. I did innovations in, in the telecommunications, uh, place. And after 15 years spending in corporations, I moved on to, um, launching startups where I did, um, uh, actually, this is my third startup since now I did one in the skiing, um, industry. As we just chatted uh, about your holiday plans, uh, a minute ago, going into the mountains. That's, uh, that's another. Um, desire of mine uh, skiing and, and hiking and uh, then uh, four years ago I launched this uh, sensoria stuff which um, which is based on technology uh, called virtual reality uh, already very well established but back in uh, the 2018 it was really uh, kind of the second chance uh, for that because virtual reality started back in you know 1960s with the first, uh, kind of trials, uh, which were more uh, funny than than real. But uh, now, this is the time when uh, this is becoming real. And if you look at the Facebook numbers, how much they invested, uh, that there is 10,000 employees working in their labs on VR, AR, this is becoming a uh, real future. So that's where we started, uh, 2018. And um, my idea was actually about, um, you know, how to use the technology in sport, especially in team sport, where um, it's not only about, you know, how strong athlete, how uh, physically good you are, but mainly about, you know, how you can cooperate, how uh, intelligent player you are. So if you look at, um, you know, hockey, basketball, uh, football, soccer, uh, there is a strong strong advantage um in those players that can really uh develop the play, and that's something that uh I strongly believe can be uh taught uh so uh I don't believe in the old myth that you either have to be has to have to be has to be born with that or that you don't have a chance to to learn it. So our vision is to influence the in of athletes uh principally doing it the way that uh, um, you immerse in the environment that uh, you are normally used to using the virtual reality. And uh, through the number of reps of doing decisions, doing uh, mental uh, actions uh, in that environment that you know, your brain actually absorbs the information so many more times that it learns faster. And then you principally become faster in your decisions uh, and uh, a more intelligent player in the, in the real world when you are on the ice or on the pitch, um, on, in another sports environment.
0: Was it hard to get hockey to be emulated in the virtual reality world, especially at the highest level for professional athletes? Was it difficult to create that world in virtual reality?
1: Uh, that's, that's a great question because, um, uh, the world, uh, obviously, consists from being uh, at the arena. So we, when you put the helmet on, you immediately stay on the ice in an NHL arena. Um, there are, unfortunately, not yet fans. So we are in a envir- uh, training environment. But you have 100% equal dimensions of the, of the rink. You can hear uh, the familiar sounds. Um, you even get some haptic feedback through our equipment. So th- this was pretty easy. That's that's nothing unusual. But the hard nut that we had to crack was um, uh, to recreate the physics of the game. Yeah. So that means, um, uh, in our case, you hold uh, your hockey stick, um, your normal stick that you have um, for the practice. You attach um, a, a controller through our... our uh, bending IP uh, mount haptic mount to the stick, and you feel uh, then, uh, or you obviously you you know hold the stick so you feel the stick, but you see the stick through the helmet as it was real. And actually, when you catch the puck, when you release the puck, the haptic feedback uh, gives you a feeling uh, that there is a real puck, so that um, you know the, the the experience is really really real. So this was something that we have mastered. We have developed. The company exists four years. It's, uh, it's been um, really a journey on the technological side. We started with the hdc Vive technology, uh, which was um, easier to do because of the very precise tracking that that the the sensors uh, can produce. But now um, a month ago, we launched um, our solution on the HDC on the uh, sorry not HDC but uh, on the Facebook Oculus Quest helmet that has um, principally like you know, 100 times uh, worth tracking, but you were able to find methods how to make it really, really precise, because that that really matters. You know, if you, if you rotate the blade of the stick just by, you know, millimeters um, uh, left or right, then the puck in the distance of, of a couple of uh, feet can go really feet way out or, or in. And um, the feedback that we are getting from the pros as well as, you know, junior players and youth players and, and coaches is that, um, you know, the quality, the reality of the, of the whole environment is absolutely amazing. And I would call it, you know, 99.9% to what uh, you can experience on the ice.
0: One of the notes I got about your company, which I saw in, in typically in... in situations like this where it's this high-end technology and it's obvious that like NHL teams or professional teams or collegiate teams with good budgets will will use this and will have this, and it'll be effective for them. But a large percentage of your customer base are, are youths. Um, how did that happen that you broke into that market with a technology like this?
1: Um, well, uh, another good question, thank you for that. Um, if you look, um, you know, let me flip a little bit into uh, more like business shoes. So um, we operate in a, a typical, you know, like a pyramid mode. So for us, the top of the pyramid are the NHL organizations, the NCAA and the semi, semi-professional teams where we uh, have a solid um, uh, presence. Um, I'm talking to a third of the NHL teams right now just you know i cannot do more uh, because the demand is high and uh, the team is still small and uh, we have use cases there but then if you look at where you can really make money if i speak um, you know uh, commercially then it's really at the bottom of the pyramid Uh, that me and that means to bring the technology down to the mass to the homes to the kids. Uh, we always say that um, this is a tool uh, that is suitable for kids starting at the age of 10, uh, because you have to have already some skills. Um, we don't want to, you know, trick anything. So if you are not capable to handle the puck, then you will not enjoy Sensorina that much. Uh, but you can benefit really, really the most if you are, say, a new 16 player. Who knows how to skate? Who knows how to shoot? How to pass the puck? And there comes in the um, player development pyramid another step, and that means that uh, you have to be an intelligent. You you have to know where to be, uh, to whom to pass, to anticipate the play, and that's exactly um, how Centofina can really influence the development of the players. And then we, you know, if we go back to the top of the pyramid and we speak about the pros. Uh, the use cases there are are slightly different, but very very important, and that's um, uh, safe return to play, rehabilitation, and um, warm up uh, before uh, the practice or uh, pre-game warm up. Principally get in the flow, in the speed of the game that um, we can help uh, with, and especially in our goalie uh, version, that's something that uh, is heavily heavily used by the um, 40 plus NHL goalies that um, are on our platform as heavy users and, and use the system uh, during their, their practice.
0: That's, that's really interesting. Um, th- let me talk about some of the, the player functions. I saw some of the videos you guys saw, much really cool. Um, can you kind of talk about some of the skills that players, professional or amateur for that matter, would learn by using this technology?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah um, sure. It's, um, so imagine you, 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 stay on the ice. Um, you have principally because, uh, you, you cannot really skate. So we call it that we master your decision making in small area, game, small area game situations. So you have something like, um, um, say 14 by 14 feet, um, square where you can do a couple of side steps, things like that. And our training is divided into two areas. If you are already a skilled player, and that's the case of uh, the pros or semi-pro uh, players, we put you in uh, uh, drills that are in, happening in offensive, uh, defensive, or neutral zone, and you can master your decision making in situations like, uh, you know, transitions after pace of, uh, of play, uh, breakouts, uh, shoulder checks, and things like that. And in order to be effective in this, which is like you know, sort of a high school of hockey. Um, you have to have some elementary skills uh, that are still related not to the physics but to your brain, uh, and those are your peripheral vision, your ability to track multiple players on the ice. Because you know it's uh, there is a hilarious thing, I thing think uh, about Gretzky that he was able to track not only all the remaining nine players on on the ice but even the people that were in the first row behind oh. the board. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, uh, you know, if a kid sees only uh, the guy that approaches him uh, as as the D, and he's not aware of what's happening behind the D, then uh, he must be in a real trouble. trouble at a, you know, at the age of 16, 18, this kid most likely won't make it for you know, uh, professional career at all. So we we can influence these skills, as I said, um, peripheral vision, uh, the ability to track um, more players on the ice. Your Reaction time, your release time, uh, your ability to see uh, open lanes, passing lanes, uh, to have good timing of the passes passes, uh, and those things.
0: All right, last thing um, you mentioned skiing. Um, are you looking into technologies that you're trying to implement in winter sports as well?
1: Um. Well, um, my you know my strong belief is in um uh, team sport uh because you know it doesn't really make sense to replicate a sport which you can um enjoy yourself oh. like you know going down the hill or, or or playing tennis uh so that you do not need your bodies around you so i i strongly believe that um, uh, virtual reality and our approach um has a, a significant impact in sports where um if you are alone at home you cannot simply train you know power play uh, situations or or or, or if you are a goalie uh, you cannot get yourself prepared for uh, situations when there is a screen in front of you so uh, this is a use case i don't want to uh, you know just replicate what's happening normally but the, the beauty of the technology is that you can enrich the environment that normally is not available such as let me give you an example you know in uh, in, uh, for the players, say, uh, if you do uh, a drill from, um, say you do a transition drill in the neutral zone where you have a number of options where to pass the puck or what to do, you finish the drill and y- you can immediately go into, we call it 3D replay, where uh, we recorded all your actions and we give you an instant feedback on what uh, was supposed to be the, the best solution that you should have taken. Um, and obviously you see what you have done you even see like um, how you rotated the stick kind of physics in the execution but it's uh, a fantastic um, teaching tool how to influence uh, so that once you get back into the drill again and you have not exactly the same situations but sort of similar then you can learn from that and that's that's impossible Uh, normally on the ice there is not enough time there is not there are no no technological tools like, like that. So I really love you know that the technology can add more to the process, not just you know replicate what um, what exists.
0: It's all very very cool. Bob Tativa is the founder and CEO of Sense arena, a virtual reality ice hockey training module used by NHL athletes and athletes of all levels. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Uh, my pleasure. Thank you. Simon it was great.
0: On the next Future Sport podcast, are you present when you are performing or preparing? Part of the movement of the the new age athlete, and I, I almost want to finally throw my hand. I want to you know quickly climb climb to the top of my building, throw my arms outstretched, and say, you know, finally, someone is starting to talk about it. Dr. Lee Peccarello has designed the Mindful Athlete Training System for those looking to connect mental wellness and focus to athletic performance. One quick note, be on the lookout for this podcast to start conducting the interviews live on the brand new Fireside Chap at. and we welcome you to be part of our audience and ask questions of our guests. If you would like an invitation to join Fireside and get notifications of when live tapings are happening, send a note to our handles at Futuresport, F-U-T-R-S-P-R-T, or me at RealBramW. That will do it for this episode. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein.